Roll for initiative. Welcome to the Honor Roll Podcast, the podcast that helps you level up your RPG. Tabletop, LARP, mush, and everything in between. We're not better gamers than you, we just all have different experiences to share. And maybe we can help you have more fun at your game, because the only way to win at a role-playing game is, is to, to have, have fun. fun. I'm Ryan, I am the curmudgeon, and joining me as always is Carrie, the legend. <laughs> and Jason, the favorite. I've forgotten where my socks are. I, you always make me take my shoes off, and I don't remember if I had socks on or not. We do not make you take your socks off. But yeah. I don't have any right <laughs> yeah, well, now. that's... Before we get into uh, gaming, let's take a minute to get a quick report on our Patreon backers. We like to give shout-outs to everybody who's paid for them. <laughs> oh, my God. So you can uh. find us at patreon.com slash podcast. And if you become a patron there, you can get a free shout-out. It's not free, though. You've paid for it. Yes. At the wizard level. At the wizard level. Wizard level. level. Uh, But you can get a shout-out on the show every week. There's also a lot of other free stuff that you can get. Uh, So let's take a second and just point out some of our our wizard-level backers. We have Wizard Joel! Oh, Wizard Joel Eastland. So what's his magic? Quick. Uh, uh, fire hoses. Fire hoses, okay. It's water magic. Whatever you want to <laughs> Water Whatever magic. you want to do. <laughs> what about Ryan Martin? Uh, Wizard Ryan. What's that? Car design. No, uh, what's the thing in the bottom of the car that you put your feet on? Not mats? The, floor, the mats. Mat design. That's his magic. Oh, Weird. He's a wizard of mat design. You're... That's bizarre. It's a real thing. You can ask him about it. I don't want to. What about Drew? What's his magic? Drew Stevens. I'm being angry about Game of Thrones. <laughs> well, that's a pretty big... Yeah. It's a big school of magic. It is a big school. Joe Hines, his magic power is the ability to find lost colonies. That's right. Uh, Noah Coulter. Is the, is the, the wizard of friendship. <laughs> friendship is magic. It is. He just graduated from Apprentice, didn't he? He's uh, now yay. a full uh, friendship magic user. Yay. Yeah. Anybody so, else? A wizard Sarah. Rah, 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 so what's her magic other than growling? Wow, that is magic. Oh. It is. If you'd like a shout-out, we'd love to give you one, and you can get it by helping us keep the show on the air, by getting some free stuff and becoming a patron at patreon.com slash podcast. Mm-hmm. When last we left our intrepid adventurers, we were at this table recording a podcast... Yes, that's true. Yes. That is bizarre. It's bizarre. We should get a different table every week. I know. Oh, goodness. Okay. Well, today we are airing the second half of the episode that we recorded last week. Okay. Yes. Which means that this intro was also recorded <laughs> last week. So no- You're ruining the magic! No. So since nothing, since nothing is new... Let's take a second to talk about something that's really cool. Yes. And it's on topic because oh, marketing, yeah. marketing is cool, mm-hmm. right? It's one of the things that inspired the episode. Yeah, actually. Yeah. So there is a new car commercial from France. Two weeks old now, but yes. I am from France. And it is a car commercial that features uh, live action versions of the old 1984 Dungeons and Dragons cartoon. <laughs> Which in many ways I attribute that show to my current obsessions. Yeah, well, fair, fair. Yeah. And acrobat. Acrobat. And that's the reason why I don't believe we need a cleric in any of our Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> right. We'll always be fine. Right. Yeah. So the so this 
This commercial is so cool because they have got a bunch of actors that look like live action versions. Spot on. Yeah, pitch perfect. They look just like them. You know, and even though I don't understand the language, they sound like them too, sort of, you know? It's it's very good. It was bizarre because I didn't think someone could actually look like Eric. <laughs> right, right. And then and then the, you know, they panned over and there there was the actor Whoop, and I'm Eric. like that that is literally a cowardly cavalier, right? You know, or whatever, you know. Oh, and like, you know what? Wow. Something you talked about was the fact that the episode bookends the series, right? right? So yeah. a lot of and a, a lot of folks haven't caught this, right? They, they I didn't catch it until you said it, and then I'm like, oh, it's obvious. So <laughs> the, the premise of the of the cartoon was that a group of teenagers were visiting a local carnival, right? So and like as, you do, and as they went through one of those little electric cart fun houses, uh, something weird happens, and they were transported to the Dungeons and Dragons yeah, but, world. No, it's and that's the, the world, world of Dungeons and Dragons. And when they get there, they are. Uh, they are met by their guide, Dungeon Master. <laughs> that fucking shit. Right. So the TV show was canceled before it ended. Well, right? okay. At what people need to realize, you know, people that are younger than us, is that they just canceled stuff and never ended it. Right. Like we never addressed the fact they, that it didn't come on ever again. Yeah, like <laughs> in most cartoons and shows, just ended. There was never a wrap-up. Right. And so the kids never went home. Even though it was a premise of the show, that was their goal. They were always looking for a way to get home, and they were always, you know, stopped by Venger and Tiamat. <laughs> right? But they never got home. And this commercial... Hi, Trixie. Hosted by Trixie. They did go home one time, but they chose to go back to fight. Oh, nerd. I forgot about that. Ah! Ah! Nerd. That's another one of the good episodes. Mm-hmm. So this commercial features Dungeon Master bringing them this new car. Yes. And they <laughs> all get in the car and go racing away. And Presto, the magician, uses his magic to activate the GPS map on and it, the car. And it accidentally also opens up a portal home. And so they drive the car back to the human world and come out in the middle of the, the, the carnival. carnival in the car. And there's a little funny little tag at the end. You know, Uni the unicorn comes back with them and uh, the police officer that's on a horse, his eyes Total- start to Yeah, it, it, it's totally like a T2 moment. Yeah, like yeah. he's Venger. Yeah. So I, I want to say something that I haven't watched it again just a few minutes ago. And also after talking about how it bookends, one of the things in the series was always the fact that will uh, uh, the Cavalier say, you know, is he is he just a worthless idiot or is he actually going to have that moment where he's heroic? Mm-hmm. And he did have a couple in the series. Well, but- in the, no, in the series... It, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. He matured slowly. No, no, but in in the series title, yeah. in, in the in the opening scroll, when they introduce him, he saves them all. That's true. Because he that's pulls true. up, he's got the big shield, and he and he pulls it up, and he in because that's actually what they're mirroring in the uh, in the commercial. Yeah, if you watch the commercial, yeah. it's a it's little bit. It's mirroring the intro a little yes. bit. Okay. Yeah. I just thought it was cool that he got to save everybody yeah. again. Well, and it was and really also the one person who, who's terrible at using magic 
that's the way they get home. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So it's kind of fun because it, it you know, they get home, finally. Thanks. Except Revenger follows Thanks them. to this car. Yeah. <laughs> That'll be Stranger Things season 11. I always <laughs> knew that the French automobile industry would one day come become the hero <laughs> of the heck, story. Heck yeah. Oh. yeah. They need to make an American version of that commercial so bad. No, right? no, they could just dub it. I'm okay. It, no, no, that's what I want them to do. Yeah, if you haven't found, seen this commercial yet, it's really easy to find. You can just Google it. Just just Google Dungeons and Dragons cartoon car commercial and yeah. you'll find it. And, and sift through the thousands of YouTube videos it's people talking about. Right. And and if it helps, the car is called a Renault. Yes, that does help find it. If yeah. you find the name of the car, usually you can... R-E-N-A-U-L-T. So, Ooh. anyway, some great marketing that's going on by this French company. Uh, and so let's get back to our discussion with our friend Jared Powers and talk about marketing. So let's go to Combat Rap. Yay. I like how you always giggle every time you do that. I think I'm funny. <laughs> you know who doesn't think you're funny? Doesn't matter. The algorithm. No! It Let's talk about social media now, and we're going to not really talk about Facebook so much because we kind of covered Facebook already, but there's some general things just about social media that you need to think about before you're using it for your games. Okay. So Jared has the first one because he feels very strongly about it. Very strong. <laughs> we did very talk very uh, we maybe talked, too yeah. long about this before we started. We talked a little bit about this already, but the first thing that you have to realize Especially when, and I'm going to go back to Facebook. I know that Ryan just said that we aren't going to, but I'm going to it's go back. It's the biggest example. I'm breaking the rules. The algorithm has betrayed me. <laughs> no! So what are you trying to say? When you're posting in Facebook groups and you're you're sharing information about your LARP, no one cares. <laughs> so you have to say no one cares about my product? You my beautiful walk, product? You have to walk into that interaction understanding that no one cares about your thing as much as you do. Okay. Yeah. So... Recognize that when you're sharing the information. If you don't get any likes on that post, if people say this is dumb or stuff like that just to be internet jerks, you can't be hurt by that. You can't be discouraged by that. Like okay. You have to recognize that the internet is full of trolls. Facebook is full of trolls. Like as an artist – it's really hard, like, when I post a piece of art, I'm like, nobody liked it or whatever. Right. It's almost it's, worse than somebody shitting on it, isn't it? Uh, yeah, absolutely. Because at least it, I got some interaction. Right. <laughs> but what I always have to tell myself is I don't even know if people saw it. Right. So they, it might not be that they didn't care. It might be that they didn't even see it. Mm-hmm. And that's the other thing that you have to realize going back to all social media is there is an algorithm everywhere. Mm-hmm. There's one in Instagram. There's one in Pinterest. Oh. So, so no one cares what you're selling. So you have to make them care? the premise. You need to share with them the heart of what you're doing. So you should care about the things that you're trying to... You should care about your LARP or nobody else is going to. Right. And you should care about the thing that they care about. You should care about the podcast you're running, Jason. I do care about it. And then others will care about it. (laughs) I care deeply about it. It's just your voice is so great. It's tough. It's tough. So no one cares what you're selling, but you need to schedule your posts about what you're selling and post it everywhere. Everywhere. Mm. Well, I thought you said earlier that you could be spread too thin. Is this different? Well, that's the other piece that's to this is don't piece, be everywhere. Yes. Right. So <laughs> post it no everywhere, one, but not everywhere. So no yeah. one no one wants to see it. Right. Put it everywhere except 
don't put it everywhere. So what, how do I, how do I kind of know what the difference is between everywhere and, and not everywhere? You sort of have to determine that by how much time do you have to put into the thing. Okay. So if you have, you know, 15 or 20 minutes a day that you can dedicate to managing the social media for your LARP. Sure. Then you probably shouldn't have 12 social media channels. Okay. Because what are the most important ones then? Let's. The let's... most important one is Facebook. Okay. So we already talked about yeah. that. Mm-hmm. You know that you have when, to be there. When you consider that Facebook could be used as your website, if that tells you how important Facebook is. It's almost is. like a parallel be. internet, you know? It is. It yeah. is. That's the number two most used search engine is the Facebook search. Okay. So it may be the only social media that you have. And it's have. not that good of a search engine. It's not a great one. <laughs> I mean, it doesn't compare to Google. No. But... So maybe maybe you only use Facebook. Maybe you don't waste your time with trying to figure out Twitter or Instagram. I think for gaming, the big ones are honestly going to be Facebook and Twitter. Really. Okay. More than anything. Yeah. And Instagram. 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 Yeah. I think scheduling your things is important also because for a couple of reasons. Like, for example, uh, I, I schedule at least once an announcement about this podcast's new episode mm-hmm. at like 3 a.m., Right. Because LARP's big in Europe. So you want to be able to hit those people. And and when I post at like noon here, they're Mm -hmm. all asleep. Yeah. Right? But I'm not getting up at 3 a.m. to make a Twitter post about our podcast. (laughs) So what you're saying is it makes sense to know the schedule of the kind of people you want to reach. Correct. And the location of the people that you're reaching. So that's a a bigger thing in Mush, too, right? Because people play all over the world. Yeah. Yeah. And they might all play in the same game locally. Right. So if you're advertising, you want to kind of know what kinds of players you want to attract and where they might be. If you know know that most LARPs end at midnight, then like 12.15, maybe you should have a post. While they're at afters, everybody's looking at their phone. Yeah. Yeah. And there's a lot of ways you can schedule stuff. Hootsuite is free. TweetDeck is free. Uh, Hootsuite will do Facebook and Twitter. Yes. Uh, TweetDeck was dead. Tweet well, TweetDeck still. Tweet, tweet. You can use TweetDeck tweet. only for desktop, though, right? Right. They correct. don't have a phone app where Hootsuite does. Right. Oh yeah, I would definitely want. I would need yeah. a phone and, app because uh, I'm not at my desktop. Hootsuite's probably the big one. And I was gonna say Hootsuite's nice uh, because, like you said, it's free. In the the where you have to pay for Hootsuite, that's only if you're like doing like a giant national thing. It's right? pretty high up before yeah. they start charging you. Okay. Yeah. They want so, to get you hooked. Yeah, mm-hmm. so scheduling is is smart. Uh, the other thing about Facebook posting is is you know like getting it done is better than making it perfect. Having something every week is better than not having something. Right. You can't be overly perfect. Like you, if you are scrutinizing, is this image look right? Is my text placement perfect? Is this text exactly how it should be? You're never going to make your post. Okay. And so what you have to do is post it. So it's good you enough. Talk to me about. Right. Um, did, did they still call it edge scores and things? They used like to be that? called edge ranking, but that was just the <laughs> fancy name for the, the algorithm. algorithm. <laughs> okay, so and I assume this is true for all of them that you would say things like, uh, "Don't post anything on Friday." Uh, well, on Facebook because nobody was reading it because they're all out. Well, you can look on your Facebook page at under. It's called Insights. Okay. You can click on Insights, and it'll show you when people are looking at your page. Okay. So then just base your activity on that. So the answer to your question is, depends on your page. Okay. So can I post too much? Like, you know, we share a ton of memes and other stuff on our group. I think it... I think you can, sure. It depends on your audience. A lot of the time your audience is going to tell you if you're posting too often or you're not going to be getting people seeing your posts. 
the general rule of thumb is you post about once a day uh, on Facebook, mm-hmm. and other platforms have different Twitter's amounts more. of time. Twitter, you can it, post 15 to 20 times a day, yeah, and Instagram, right. you post like twice a day. And those are sort of the maximums or the sort of the gold standard. Okay. We, we were just at a face at a, a social media conference and there's, there was a thing that was said there that I want to, that I'm going to say here because it was Share a really with good us. advice. Yes. So posting on social media about your thing is a lot. You have to think of it like you're like dating. So I should call immediately as soon as the date's over to schedule the next date. No. Okay. So, so don't just talk about yourself. Whoa. Right? <laughs> it's been a long time since Jason's had a date. I'll never date again. Right? That's a fact. So, so don't, don't just talk about yourself. Don't propose on your very first contact. So you don't try to close? Hey, you're coming to the game, right? Right. You don't need to. Just make sure they know about it. Okay. Uh, and, and respond when they speak to you. Okay. As there's a silence. <laughs> Those are sort of the general social media thoughts we had. So we're going to talk for a second now about each of the social media things very quickly. So Twitter. Uh, Twitter is probably the number two social media platform your game should be on. Okay. Right? I have so much trouble with Twitter. It's all over the place. Yes. It is. Yeah. That, but that's also the beauty of Twitter. Right. Is I, you... I, I think maybe if, if you feel it's all over the place, you might, at least for now, be following too many people. Oh, I'm not following anybody. Every time I look at it, I'm like, well, no, well, what the hell are all these people even no, talking wait, about? Wait. That's why your Twitter's all over the place. It's because you aren't following anybody. If you follow, like, three people, you're only going to get okay. their conversations, and you'll be able to customize what you're looking at. And okay. and the when you react to those things, the Twitter algorithm will then show you more things like those things. Right? Okay. So, yeah, you need to follow people. Absolutely. And At don't least feel, follow us. And don't <laughs> feel bad. Twitter again. Don't feel bad if when you start your LARP or your game, you know, and you give it a Twitter account uh, and you suddenly realize I have I'm following 100 people, but only have six following me. Right. That's OK. Right. Mm-hmm. What, what does that not matter? Don't because you need people following you? You also don't. There's a lot of ways that you can reach people on Twitter without them needing to be following you. And that's one of the beauties of Twitter is using hashtags, which connects you into a much larger conversation. That's you, okay. mean, you mean when stuff says pound? Pound. <laughs> oh. I'm old enough to know what that means. That's right. Yeah. I had a rotary phone and we had to dial pound for things. <laughs> yeah. Or number sign. <laughs> <laughs> So seriously, what like I'm hashtag illiterate. What do I do? The first thing that you do is you look up the keywords that you're using for your organization or for your game. Um, use the Twitter search engine, put the pound sign before it, right? And and look at the conversation. What's happening? Are people talking about the same sorts of things that you would want to talk about, or is it just an unrelated hashtag? If you don't know where to start, find another game like yours and see what hashtags they're using. Okay. I mean, they may not be doing it super well, but it'll give you a place place. to start. Is there a good uh, resource online I could look up some easy information? Is there a dummies guide somewhere? Well, I'm sure there's a dummies guide to Twitter, but hashtags are kind of... Hashtags are so organic. They can be... I mean, sometimes hashtags are the punchline to jokes. Sure. It can be used as an aside, or it can be used as a way to connect to different conversation, or it can be used in multiple different ways. You just really need to use it for a while, and you start getting into it. So big ones ones are DND, the letter, like hashtag DND, hashtag DND5E, hashtag LARP, 
Hashtag RPG. RPG. Hashtag TT. It means tabletop. Right. Hashtag TTRPG. Turtle pig. <laughs> That's what right. that stands for, right? Uh, <laughs> does you know, now. And then a lot of the bigger games have them. Hashtag Pathfinder. Hashtag Vampire the Masquerade. Sure. Uh, and, you don't, and it doesn't even have to be like the bigger games. You can like hashtag Shadowrun. And then suddenly you're connected to a ton of people that like sure. Shadowrun. And most of the time, if it's a... If it's a popular enough hashtag, it'll autofill as you're typing it, and that'll tell you oh, <laughs> that it's popular. I'm I'm on the right ballpark. So, okay. I, I want a side note. One of my most happy moments is when I was uh, I was tweeting something, and I started the hashtag Real Fun Studios, and it autofilled. Right. So I was like searching for. I made it. No, it just means I posted so many times. That it didn't <laughs> yeah. But it didn't I matter. Made it, it was true. So exciting. <laughs> Um, the other thing you can do, this is a little sneaky, but look and see in in the sidebar on the on well, on the desktop of Twitter, but in your app you can you can look at what's trending. Right. And uh, you can sometimes jump on board trending hashtags if it's appropriate. Like don't be don't, don't hijack. Be, yeah, don't, don't be, be that news guy. Jacking. You don't want to get on when some crisis is happening. Oh or yeah, no, no. But Ugh. for example, there are some like every Friday, hashtag follow Friday. Okay. Uh, and Follow Friday is it's this thing where on 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 Twitter every Friday it's popular where you say, "Hey, we host a podcast about about tabletop gaming. These are the cool people in the tabletop gaming industry that we follow." And then we share all of them. Oh, so it's right? you sharing a list of people you follow. Yes. Okay. And and I'll tell you what, every time we do it, the number of followers that our podcast gets on Twitter goes up by like 7 or 8. Because people look to see who you're following and they go, "You know what?" I want to follow this guy because he's he knows. Or because the people that we mentioned, they'll mention they'll follow us. you back. They, they follow wow. you back, or they like it, or they'll retweet it and say, mm-hmm. "Thanks, guys!" Right, mm-hmm. and everything, all that feeds and people back friends, to you. Then their friends see it. Okay. It's a lot of friends. back scratching. It's mm-hmm. a lot of back. So you know, Thursdays is throwback Thursdays. Right. Throw, so you know, sharing an old memory on that day. Um, so just there's lots of lots of things like that that you can see when things are trending. So you have to kind of just wade in and learn all that stuff. A yeah. little bit, a yeah, little bit. Okay, that's fair. I mean, it's so organic that you kind of have to. Okay. So right. what about what, you? Have you have to tell the story of the bot? Though. Well, that's the other thing mm-hmm. is is another sneaky thing you can do is there are a lot of bots like just robotic Twitter accounts where which is not an algorithm, right? They Some, repost well, a bunch of stuff. It is an algorithm. No. For example, there is this Twitter account, Lich Zuolan, and he, <laughs> it's it's this Dungeons and Dragons lich monster. Sure, sure. Right? But it's it's, und- oh, hold on. Jared, a lich is like an undead vampire monster I've thing. played World of Warcraft. Okay. okay. It's just like that. It's exactly. Wow. So the... <laughs> Thank you, though. I appreciate yeah. that. <laughs> I want to say he's like, uh, his Twitter handle is like at DND underscore lich, I think. So we'll we'll it. post it in the... Yeah. But anyway, uh, it's mostly a bot. Do we do? And it's a bot that basically seeks out tweets that use the hashtag DND. Okay. Or maybe it's DND 5E. I'm and not does sure. it retweet them? And then it retweets them. And it okay. just automatically retweets those hashtags. And there are, uh, as a side note, there are bots like that for almost any topic. There's do a lot a of people follow those? Um, a lot of people do. And a lot of times it's just because, uh, like, let's say I love Dungeons & Dragons, but I don't want to follow every single Dungeons & Dragons character. You just follow person. that one So dude. I follow that one bot, and then yeah. I get it all. Okay. Right? And, and you so, don't have to search because it's going to pop up on your right. feed from that guy. So whatever your game is about, if you can find a bot that's retweeting like that, 
and use the hashtag they're retweeting, that can get you out to, you know, this, this D&D lich has thousands and thousands of followers. And they actually want you to do that, right? Yes, that's the whole because point. Because they want more of that content popping up. Now, the cool thing, the side note to this is the <laughs> D&D lich, uh, there is an actual guy who sometimes will log in and do stuff with him. Right. And the other day when we mentioned him, he, like, started interacting with us and, like, took our soul and things. Uh, okay. <laughs> I am super cool. But what everyone doesn't understand is Ryan got so excited, he <laughs> called me. Well, because he messaged me immediately. It's, it was it, crazy. It's one thing to get this bot that, like, retweets yeah, you. Yeah. Because it's going to do that. But when the programmer is, like, you know, actually interacts with you a few times and then did a video. Because sometimes yeah. the lich will record a video. Where it mentions you and and says something and it and it addressed us yeah and he was like on a roll podcast <laughs> yeah it was pretty cool. and I now, have eaten so. your souls or something like that it was it was cute to to rabbit trail even further there is also uh, a barbarian bot that oh. is like the evil ne- it's the nemesis <laughs> of the lich and sometimes those two bots will go at it oh that's, that's crazy so it's fun. Absurd. But anyway, uh, yeah, so find a bot, and that can that can help you reach the people with your topic as well. All right. Yeah. All right. So what about other social media platforms? So uh, Instagram. So right. what's the deal with Instagram? I know it's all pictures, right? Well, the important thing to know about Instagram from a marketing standpoint is it is, is it is the only social media platform that is solely focused on your phone. Okay. I, I didn't realize that Well, because tw- I don't really use it. You can desktop Twitter. Okay. You can desktop Facebook. You can desktop any of the you others, can desktop Instagram, but, but you it's can't difficult. Post from your right. desktop on yeah. Instagram. It's meant to be sharing photos that are recently taken or taken on your phone. Mm-hmm. So yeah. unlike all of the others, Instagram is very, very phone oriented. So that's the the specialness. Of it. So how do we use Instagram? <laughs> Hashtags. <laughs> I, okay, okay. So Jared did an Instagram. Uh, what do you call it? Um, a story? No. You, did a, you did a presentation. You did a presentation oh, right. on Instagram. At, and, a, at a conference. Yes, and, and I got to go sit in on it. Okay. And the, the thing that I remember when I got out of there was, I don't, I don't understand hashtags at all. Because, <laughs> but what Jerry basically said was, you have to do like 7,000 hashtags and then do 10 more. And I was like, I can't do that. Buddy. So what's the, what's the deal with that? Why do you have to do all these hashtags? Very similarly to the way that they work on Twitter. Right. So it's going to connect your content to a larger conversation that's happening. Um, And a lot of people actually follow hashtags now. So you can follow LARP or you can follow um, whatever it is, art or or whatever that is, so that you get those images that show up in your Instagram. So is it back to, what did you call them, keywords? Yeah. So really, you you make every single keyword a hashtag? The cool thing about Instagram when you use a hashtag, though, is it will tell you how many people are following that hashtag. Oh, that's cool. How many people are using that hashtag as well. So it'll say, like, so if you do, like, hashtag role-playing game, it'll say, like, 7,000. Right. Right? Or And and it'll it'll also auto-fill, so you'll be able to tell, like, is role-playing game better than role-playing games? Or is role-playing game with an emoji at the end of it better? Yep. Because oh. emojis are... How do you figure that well. out? Golly. It's part of the autofill. Again, it'll okay. autofill, yeah. yeah. Oh. But it'll give you the number of people with the, that are, are using that hashtag, and that'll that it's a huge key to tell you how many, you know, what what hashtag to use. So what kind of content? I mean, it's photographs, obviously. So what, what do I want to share to get people's attention? Well, 
You're thinking too literal with Okay, it. I, I don't know. It's just... Okay, so it is photos and videos. Sure. All right, and I'm going to let Jared talk about stories because he knows more about it than I do. But on the photo side, um, the photos don't just have to be pictures. There are all sorts of tools you can use, and we'll, we'll run down a list of those in just a second. Okay. Uh, but there are other apps where you can add, like, quotes to your photos. Right. And funny things like that. Little, you can put your, your game's logo in the corner on the photo. There's all sorts of things you can do. So it's not just a photo. You could actually turn it into something almost like a, you know, you could turn it into motivational posters, right? Like, you know, a motivational speech poster. Or things Is this like also kind of like about branding? Like you want this stuff a to little have bit. your icon a little and all bit. that thing? A little bit, but also not at all. Right. Okay. So, <laughs> so what's the deal? Then? Everywhere and nowhere. <laughs> but everywhere. Instagram doesn't like branded content. Like okay. Instagram prefers stuff to be more natural okay. and less polished. So if I'm at a LARP and I take some pictures of what's going on, I'm going to do better than if I have a posed picture with our logo on it. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Because a logo is a turnoff. Okay. People don't like that or Instagram users or Instagram, Instagram search engine? users don't like that. Okay. Yeah. That's fair. Yeah. They want to see things that are real? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. What about stories? Do you want to talk about stories? Stories are wonderful. I don't get stories. You so how does stories? this work? I'm old. I don't get it. Because I know so, Facebook has this stories thing, and it just means that I get notifications that I, when I look at them, I realize I've wasted my time. Right. Well, Instagram's kind of similar. Um, <laughs> so remember, Instagram and Facebook are the same company. Right. Yes. So stories are the same on both of them. So why, in, why is it not a waste of time to click on these Instagram ones? So Instagram stories are different from Facebook stories where it's supposed to be things that are happening. Okay. So uh, it's sort of a, a live, you know, this is what's going on, similar to the way that people use Snapchat okay. to share, like, this is what's happening. But it's public. But it's public. So it's like a 15-second Facebook Live? But stories don't have to be video. Stories can be shared content from other Instagram accounts. It okay. can be... Um, just a picture of whatever you're doing. It, it can, can be, be a, uh, what would essentially look like a GIF. Right. Or yeah. a GIF. You can, GIF. you can embed GIFs, graphical user, graphical yeah. interchange format. Yeah, this is also a hill I would die on, too. And yes, um, you can you can make a lot of fun things. You can use different text and, and filters and pictures, and you can put pictures on pictures. Like, there's a there's hundred different things that you can do with an Instagram story that you can't do on an Instagram post. And is, this is worth spending time on if you're advertising. Yes, because it's going to be a way to, to connect with the users that follow you on Instagram, and uh, stories sort of sort of pop up a little bit differently than Instagram posts do. They almost look like a featured post. Yeah. Yeah, they do. They're at the top, and, and the way that that's sorted at the top is by whose stories you're viewing more. Okay. So if, if you tell people, hey, we're sharing stories from the game tonight, and you can repost other people's stories and, and other people's content and stuff, the more that they watch your stories, the higher up on that feed or, or the, right. the further to the left you're going to be. Okay. It's important to remember, though, that stories only live for 24 hours. They do. And, and then, then they dead. go away. They don't go away. Well, they go away for users, but you can still see them in your account, and oh. you can repost them. You can do a, a throwback Thursday or whatever, okay. although it may not be Thursday. Whatever it, you It's important to know, though. Only on Thursday. Uh, <laughs> they, are, they are no longer shown to, to others publicly. So you've either which more content or sharing them again? There's nope. a caveat to that. Oh. 
and let me look it up real quick. Okay. Well, while he does that, the the point I was getting at though is that if all you do is stories, your account will look empty. Right. Oh, That's so you I'm need to be doing at. both. So right. you need to be doing both. But now Jared has a caveat. So you can, on your account, you can actually add highlights, which will show up beneath the text on your Instagram account, but above the photos that you've shared. And okay. you can have highlights of the story. So you can do uh, best of whatever, or you can do new players, or here are our costumes, or, or those, okay. those sorts of things. So you can sort of have a highlight reel of the stories that you shared in stay? the past, and that stays forever. Okay. Okay. And so when someone visits your Instagram account, they obviously see your photo, and they see your followers, and who you are, what you do, and then they see those highlights first. That's the next thing that they're going to see. So that's something we should probably fill out? So that's yeah. something that you should fill out, and, and as you're creating content and, and you know using those Instagram stories, you'll be seeing more ways that you can be creating new highlights. Let's talk then now even faster about the the other (laughs) social medias. So we've got Pinterest, Reddit, LinkedIn, and Snapchat. Pinterest, what's, what makes Pinterest useful? Pinterest's audience is primarily women. That's true. And so a lot of the content that's going to be shared on Pinterest is going to be useful and, and interesting to a lot of the women. Okay. And so if you're going after women gamers or, you know, you're creating super fancy, awesome costumes, you probably want to put those on Pinterest because people are going to be interested not only in the photos of that thing, but in the process behind what you did and, and how you got to that costume. Okay. What about Reddit? Reddit's wonderful. <laughs> so so Reddit. I loved sitting in the break room reading Reddit. Yeah. Because it feels like I'm wasting less of my life than when I read Facebook. Yeah. Because the content tends to be more engaging. Right. So, but the, it's I can't figure out how to like tell people to listen to our podcast. The on way there. that Reddit is different. Well, you can't. Well, you can't, do that. you can't do that at all. Right. So the way Reddit is different than Facebook is Reddit is. It seems more topic based than yes. You follow, based. you follow interests. Yeah, not yeah. you follow interests instead I, of people. I follow several subreddits, but again, I don't quite get the whole system. So yet. you'd be following D and D, or you'd be following LARP, and it would be content based mm-hmm. around that information. Right. And it's just going to be the best of the internet. A lot of Reddit is screenshots of Twitter. Which is oh, interesting yes. because Twitter is a lot of screenshots of Reddit. <laughs> right. Yes. Oh, Whatever. and people bitching about Instagram. That's the big yes. thing I see now. Yes. It's yeah. all Instagram. Yeah. But the important, the, one of the important, th- there's a couple of important things to know about Reddit. First is that Reddit is huge in the gaming community. Yes. So that's so that's the first thing to know is that your your future players might be living there. So how would I use it? Is it possible to use it? Well, the first thing is don't self-promote on Reddit because okay. you will be destroyed. People hate I that. I promise you, you'll right. be destroyed. Yes. <laughs> so what do you do? You can, interact. Can you just act- be part of a community? Yeah. It is safe, generally speaking. Once you've established yourself as a regular poster in a, a group right. area, you could add the website to your LARP, to your signature yeah. In your posts. And if you make the username that you create, because your username doesn't have to be your actual It can be self, whatever. It can right. be whatever. Make it your game name or make okay. it, it could be you know, Jason, Dungeon if you're, Master or Mine whatever. is Jason the Favorite. Right. That's exactly. what it is. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and then on your user page, you can have information about what you do and who okay. you are. Hey, I right. run this game at this time or whatever. That's not self-promotion. Mm-hmm. That's just, that's this someone, is me. That's someone right. Right. creeping if, on your page to look you right. up. Exactly. But if they sought you out, then... It, then it, Excuse me. All bets are off. They, they exactly. want to look. Yep, yep. But as long as you're not posting your self-promotion <coughs> on those subreddits, right. then you're generally going to be okay. Okay. And so essentially to use Reddit effectively to promote your, your game, you basically just have to use Reddit effectively 
and, and not promote your game. game. Okay. But make sure that your link to your game is either in your profile or part of your signature. That way, when others go, Jason is a contributor who has good things to say. So I'm going to go look at his page. I'm going to go look at his page. Or okay. if in the comments someone says, you seem to know a lot about this. You go, How do you hey, know a lot about yeah. this? Right. Then well, I run this them. game. Right. Yeah. But and don't be a dick about it. Like, you can't say, you know, like... Visit my website or whatever. Like you just answer you do their need to give them the advice too, right? right. Okay. Yeah. So here's one we can dismiss quickly: LinkedIn. Don't use it. <laughs> so unless you unless you are a uh, a professional LARP person, and by that I mean like you are the like. If I ran a blockbuster LARP Jason, every quarter, I was going to yeah, maybe maybe I was going to say if you're Jason Andrew and you run. The company that prints the vampire rule book for LARPing, you should use it. You should use LinkedIn to promote it. How about if it's actually your job? Right. Right. But if, if it's, it's not, a full time job, then LinkedIn? Yeah. Okay. Then it's okay. But otherwise, I would never. I would never put it on there. Well, and I joined it years ago, and I still get notifications from them occasionally. You probably don't want to put on there any pictures of you in costume. Like, LinkedIn is a very professional network. It's a business website, right? It should right? be kept professional. So people don't want to – I mean, there's a sort of a hobbies section, and you can put that information in the hobbies section. Right. Um, but you don't want to have your, your LinkedIn page all about your LARP or your LARP character. The truth is you're not thing. you're not finding your future player on LinkedIn. No. So Because those people be that are on LinkedIn are also on Facebook. Right. Yes. That, that want to find stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. What about Snapchat? Snapchat is an interesting platform. Uh, I think the thing that you'll find most about that is a lot of younger people use Snapchat. But you so. said off the air that if you had a game and it was targeted at 13-year-olds, you would involve Snapchat in some way, probably. Yes. all 13-year-olds are on Snapchat. Yeah, that's why I don't let my son lie, use but, it. <laughs> right. So uh, a lot of the, the younger generation, um, even past the millennials, are, are looking for more private individual communication for their social media. So I'm going to say that the obvious thing that I've always heard, Snapchat's for nudes. But is it actually for other... I mean, people use it for interactions too, right? right? I have a lot of conversations on Snapchat that are just like posting or, or talking with someone about what's happening. And so the thing with Snapchat is you have to take a picture of a thing. Right. Like it requires you to, to take a picture. There's a chat feature, but it's it's less used. So you're taking a picture and you're putting a text overlay. Okay. And so that's how you're communicating with Snapchat. Um, you can also do stories similarly to Instagram where you're sharing information with everyone who follows you. Um, in a similar feature, it can be video or it can be Oh, uh, so they have, a, they have a setting for okay. everybody? I thought it was just person to person. That was it. It And you can create groups as well. So there, okay. there's multiple different uses for Snapchat. But, but it's yes. not public. It's not public. Okay. And, you can be found. You can set your profile to be found or not found. Okay, so like if I wanted to right. make a Snapchat and find you, I could search you and yes, then be like, "Hey, be my friend." I'm findable. Yes. Okay. You have to know my username. You have to know my real name, or you have to know my phone number. So okay. if I ran a game and you had to be eighteen or older to play in it, I probably don't need to be on Snapchat. Probably not. But in five years, you do. Maybe. Right? Maybe. Maybe if it sticks around. Snapchat's not profitable yet, so we'll see. Okay. Okay. Right. What about Discord? Discord is a great platform if you're looking for communication within your game. So if you're looking for a platform that's not Facebook Messenger, that's a little bit more organic or less controlled by the algorithm, 
you can use Discord as a way to, you can create a, a server and, and sort of have different channels that you can follow and interact with your users that way. So what you're saying is uh, Discord is more, not so much advertising as just keeping your players. Right. It's okay. a com- community building yeah. effort. We're not going to talk about YouTube or Twitch. I just want to broach this really quickly. Mm-hmm. And it's mostly because YouTube and Twitch is really more about live streaming the game that you have. And while you can find players that way, you would be promoting that Twitch stream and that YouTube stream. <laughs> on your Facebook. On your Facebook. <laughs> so, you're saying, on your, so you would be posting it in all these other places that we're talking about. You're saying that's a good platform to make content, but then you're just going to need to share it to Facebook. Typically. Okay. Typically, yeah. So shoot a YouTube video, share it to Facebook. That's right. what you really need to know. <laughs> yeah. Let's talk about Facebook ads for a second. Okay. So what's special? Because we talked about Google Ads we a lot. We talked about Google how, Ads. How is it different? So with Facebook Ads, you're actually paying for the impression. You're paying so to show it. your ad to someone. Okay. Facebook's going to deliver you results in a cost per click or a cost per action okay. format. So it's going to tell you you paid a dollar per click or whatever, but mm-hmm. you're actually paying for the impressions. Okay. At that point. What is an impression? An impression is someone seeing your thing. So does that so mean Snapchat. it popped up on their? <laughs> if it popped that, up on your, if you've seen it, if it loads on your Facebook feed, it that's an impression. Okay. Now reach is different. People will talk about impressions and reach. Uh, those are two completely separate things. So reach what's the is difference? individual users. Okay. So I, as a Facebook user, can see an ad multiple times. Okay. So that's one reach, but multiple impressions. Okay. All right. So if you're if you're looking at your Facebook ads platform, you're going to see both reach and impressions. You're paying for impressions, but reach is the important one because that's individual users. If I'm going to have a game, what would you recommend I do from a Facebook advertising standpoint? Should I simply post an ad for my Facebook page about my game? Should I create an event for my next game and boost that event or should I buy an ad for a post that is an upcoming event? You know, cause there's a few options you can do. What would you say is, is more or less effective than others right now, this very minute, because things are changing and they will always be changing. And this advice may not be relevant in a month or six months or a year. The most effective way is to be boosting a post. Or a link to a website. That's going to be your best option and your best bet. Um, Event boosts may work in some instances. They may not work. Um, And then boosting your page used to work really great. And it was a a really cost-effective way to get people to follow your page. And now it doesn't work at all. So what should I I should be boosting an individual post on my page. Yes. Because that's going to bring them to the post, which needs to be good. Right. And also the page. So they should like it. Now, what you're... If, if you've done a good job. Right. What's so great about Facebook ads? Facebook ads are the most cost-effective way to reach your audience. So Is it's it better period? than Google? Yes. So let's take a few minutes to talk about the tools that you can use to make your your shit not look like shit. <laughs> so, like, I mean, I, I know about Photoshop and some of the free versions of Photoshop online. Right. And you How can, is this different? Well, it's not. Okay. So if you have Photoshop and the time... And knowledge. Yeah, you know, I was going to say because I can't. Mm. Yeah, you could use Photoshop to do to do things to make your your Instagram post look nice. But the reality is that that's almost uh, it's like taking a 
um, a wrecking ball crane to hammer a nail. Right. You know, like you don't, it's really way more power than you need to accomplish what you're expensive. doing. expensive. Yes. Adobe, which is who makes Photoshop, Adobe makes a tool that is just for essentially meme creating or Instagram post creating or Twitter post creating. And it's, right. it's called Spark. And you can, you can go there and look at it, Adobe Spark. But the, the warning I'll give you is that Adobe Spark is, it costs because it's Adobe. And right. Is it reasonable? I, be, I believe it's reasonable, but I don't know the prices. You would have to okay. to go there. Look it up. Spark.adobe.com. Okay. Because <laughs> Adobe definitely needs our advertising dollars. Right. Now, the advantage to Spark <laughs> is that Spark is, is on the desktop. Okay. It's on your so if you're so you using can use a mouse. if you're using Hootsuite or something like that, like maybe Adobe Spark makes more sense to you. Be, will make more sense for what you're doing because it's okay. the tools you're using. Uh, but with Adobe Spark, you can uh, use you can make frames for your photos. Mm. You can turn your photos into memes by adding text to them, or you can use like fancy scripty you know, calligraphy to, to put quotes over it. Uh, you can make collages and, and you can also do some, some video editing. Uh, I believe that spark will also make gifts and it's pretty user-friendly. It's, it's pretty user-friendly, but it's, pr- it's also an advanced program cause it's Adobe. Okay. That's our dog. This is the weekly Trixie update. <laughs> She's deciding if she wants to be petted or go outside. <laughs> Both. Right. Yeah. All right. So some of the other tools that are free are... I like free. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So let's talk about them. So there's one called Unfold. What's it do? Uh, now, most of the the rest of these, these are all apps. Okay. So these are all done on your phone. Okay. So Unfold basically is sort of collages and frames. Uh, and, and that's mostly just to put on photos uh, for Snapchat. So it's like a bunch of filters and things yeah, like that. Exactly. All right. And exactly. a basic text editor mm-hmm. with some fonts. Right. And Unfold really specializes in Snapchat. Stuff. Okay. All right. All right. Uh, another one is called Word Swag. Okay. So Word Swag basically lets you put fancy f- quotes on photos. So it's a meme generator. It's a it's one part meme generator, but it's also like if you've ever been going through somebody's Twitter or Instagram feed and you'll see a photo where there's like diagonal script text that's like, you know, the super the, fancy, the beautiful sunset of blah 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 and it right. says something inspirational or whatever. That was done on something like Word Swag. Okay. I like to believe that Word Swag will give you that inspirational quote to put on there as well. <laughs> that would it be probably great. doesn't, but it's just like here's something that will Could you get people Happy. Yeah. Just generate a quote for me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, Word no. Swag's also got like some, uh, some, you know, like when when there's a fancy script writing, there'll be like a little squiggly line above or below it. Calligraphy, you know, like a little stuff. calligraphy effect. Like there's some of those too. All right. Okay. Uh, another one is called InShot. InShot is a video editor. Okay. Okay. But it's more than just editing clips of your videos together. It also lets you put quotes on the videos. Okay. Um, or uh, add fun effects. You know, change the colors or or make it go forward and backward. And things oh, okay. Like that. Yeah, you've probably if you've again if you're on Instagram and looking at stories, you've probably seen stuff that's used. You know, or or you've seen things that could be done in these programs. Okay. Uh, another one is called Photofy. I like that name. Yeah. (laughs) This is a photo editing app. um, And I liken this, this is going to show my age, but do any of you remember Hipstamatic? No. 
I don't know what that is at all. The hipstamatic camera was basically this uh, photo. You know, when you go to to Instagram and you've got like the the across the bottom, you've got like a thousand different filters you should sure. put on it. So hipstamatic was really the first photo filter right. app, mm-hmm. um, and it was awesome. <laughs> it, to be fair, he's right. You could click on it, and you're like, "All right, my photo looks did, better." Did right. you Did you ever use Hipstamatic? I don't Jared? think that I used Hipstamatic, but I was in the internet space enough to know that it existed. It was awesome. Yeah. So it's not around anymore. I don't think. <laughs> so if you want a Hipstamatic, you should go to Photify. Right. Okay. <laughs> so it does frames again. Uh, it, you can add art to your pictures. Uh, it's got a bunch of stickers that you can, you know, use, put on the photos. Again, you can do texts, you know, add text to it and memes. And this is a program that will let you add your logo, which may or may not be something that you want to do depending upon where you're sharing the photo. Fair. Okay. Fair. Uh, and the last one is called Mojo. Uh, M-O-J-O. Mojo. Mojo. Uh, and Mojo lets you create video stories. So again, it's a little bit of a video software, uh, but but Mojo lets you do animated text. Oh, fun! And animated effects, and also uh, some limited video editing uh, as part of that tool. As so well. this is good for Facebook, Instagram, any of these, right? And the the truth is, you you don't need to use all of these. You know, use again. It's just like which social media platform are you on? Mm-hmm. You don't need to use all of them. You need to use the one that you need to use. So pick, <laughs> pick the one that kind of does what you want and get good at it. Yes. Okay. Yeah. And that's really the key, I think, to all of this. All of the social media is it's better to do one or two great than to do all of them. Meh. Okay. But you should be using them as a user. You should know, under, know and understand how those platforms are used, just like you should know and understand how these tools are used so you know which one is right. Because if you're not using it or you're not All familiar right, yeah. with it, then you can't know. Right. Okay. And it may be that you determine it's not for me. Right. If but you, you need to wade in a little bit. Right. If, if yeah. you have never used Instagram ever at all, mm-hmm. you have no idea if your game needs to be there. Right. Okay. That's fair. So if you want to advertise, you need to understand social media platforms, period. A little bit, yeah. 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 Or bring Jared a six-pack. <laughs> <laughs> I think he said $200. Oh, but, you know. Yeah. So, For profit-making games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One of the important things that I want to now circle back to is one of the first things we said was empower your players to help you spread the word about your game. Right. And I want to revisit that to point out that there's probably someone who plays in your game that is a whiz at one of these platforms. Recruit them. Recruit them. You know, if you you may even have a Jared playing in your game. Jared, would you like to play in my game? <laughs> You'll, we'll have to start another game first, is what I said. Right. Uh, he can play in my mush. Right. That's fair. Yeah. You might like mushing. Yeah. So, but the point is, there's probably someone in your game that is already an expert on one or more of these platforms, or you could find one or two people, you know, give Sally the Instagram, Bob the... Um, you know the Twitter, and you know you could farm these things out to to your players to be helpful. Or as long have, as you trust them, yeah. As long as you trust them, and players love to help. Yes, they do. And again, no one is a bigger advocate for your game than a player who loves it. Mm-hmm. So, all of this really ultimately comes back to don't run a game that sucks. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, your product can't be garbage. Period. Right. 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 That's just good marketing advice. Yeah. <laughs> Don't have garbage products? Right. You need to get on TV and tell people <laughs> okay. to stop selling garbage. <laughs> we sell golf clubs. Remember, we, we buy golf clubs. <laughs> we buy golf clubs. <laughs> Oof. Yeah. yeah. Was well, there anything else, any sort of 
marketing, advertising things you think might be useful? You want to, this is your your catch all moment, Jared. Uh, I think we covered most of the basics that I'd want to talk about. I don't think that there's anything that nothing comes to mind. All right. All right. All right I do. I here. do have a, a question for you. Okay. If you were going to play in a role playing game, what would you want to play? It's too big. It's not, uh, it's not big. No, you know, don't give me that look. You know, you you know what a lich was. So, so don't you're even. What? Like, like, would you want to play D and D? Would you want to play something like with guns and action, like Star Wars? Star Wars, Star like Trek. There, all genres have a game. There's even a Game of Thrones RPG. So, yes. like, you know. I have no idea. Oh, oh, my goodness. All right, you now have homework. Yeah, that's, that's a really big question. It is a big question, uh, but gaming is a you big You can always thing. tell a role player because they're like... Yep. Right. Oh, <laughs> snow like, with guns. But I like <laughs> dabbling in multiple different worlds. Oh, like, GURPS! GURPS! Are you good at math? Not really. Nope, not, not GURPS! Not GURPS! Not GURPS. <laughs> I like playing Fallout, and I like playing... There's a Fallout you know, Warp. Bioshock, and I like playing... You know, I like dabbling in a lot of different things okay. without fully committing. Awesome. Oh, shit. All right. Well, Jared, we really, deep? we really no, appreciate you uh, sharing your time and wisdom with us. We do. Yeah. It was very it's, nice. Thank yeah, you. It was fun. And it's been fun for us, too, having you on. Because we like you. You're okay. Um, <laughs> the algorithm likes you. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's no! the big deal, isn't it? <laughs> All right, well, let's go to game wrap then. All right, it's time for game wrap. So that concludes our Joe Hines requested episode about marketing games. (laughs) Take that, Joe Hines. Yeah. I think the most important takeaway for everyone to know is that you don't have to do any of the things that we talked about. No, you don't. Uh, You can do as many or as little as you want, but just do them well. And there's plenty of successful games that basically don't advertise. Yeah. And if you have a podcast, you should be doing some of those things. We will. Probably. Mm -hmm. We're going to buy Jared lots of (laughs) six-packs and make him do these things for us. Awesome. You can find us at honorrollpodcast.com. We're on iTunes, Stitcher, and anywhere else that you find the the ear candy that you listen to. We're on Twitter at honorrollpodcast. We're on facebook.com slash group slash honorrollpodcast. You can send us an email at hosts at honorrollpodcast.com. And, of course, you can become a patron and help us keep the show on the air and get free stuff by visiting patreon.com slash honorrollpodcast. So let's go ahead and, and give XP. Carrie, you get 150 experience points. All right. It's the the rem, the rest of the 200 that you got last time. Oh, okay. All right. So it brings your total to 350. Thanks. Jason, you also get 150 points uh, because I'm feeling generous. Oh, I like that. Yeah. You are still op- counts. You're both allowed to spend them now. Oh yes. shit. <laughs> Can I level out of this podcast? Uh, That's the goal, isn't it? I thought the goal was to be so good that another more popular podcast (laughs) was like, you should be on our show. Right? Get poached. (laughs) I thought that's why y'all were doing it too, right? It is now. (laughs) Join us next week when our show is called Critical Role. (laughs) Until next time, remember the only way to win at a role-playing game is to have fun. (laughs) Woo!
expressed on the Honor Roll podcast belong to just those who are here on the podcast and nobody else. All of the music is courtesy of Kevin McLeod at Incompetech.com. Oh, 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 oh,